Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, the founder of MJE, the Manhattan Jewish Experience, please put your hands together for the one, the only, Rabbi Mark Wild. Let's give it up for Nissim, everybody, Nissim Black. Thank you so much, Nissim. Uh, there will be more from Nissim, so stick around. We're not done with him yet. He's not finished with us. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. It is such a great night. It is an awesome night. Thank you all for being here tonight. We really appreciate you being here. This is all, this is all to get ready. Oh, here we go. Thank you, Andrew. I want to thank Andrew, I want to thank Rabbi Ezra, Rabbi Ezra Cohn, who brought Nisim to us for all of his incredible hard work. We're going to thank the rest of the staff a little later, but I just want to give a shout out to Rabbi Ezra. We're all getting ready for Pesach, and I hope that you feel in some way that tonight is a way, is one step closer to preparing to leaving Egypt. We're gonna be seated around our Seder table reading about the four sons. And I wanna share a beautiful idea which on the surface can sound a little, a little depressing. And why would I bring it up? It's such a joyous night. But it's something which has been turned on its head in our own generation. The four sons. The wise son, the rebellious son, we say rebellious at MGE. The rebellious son, the simple son, and the son that cannot even ask. The late and great Lubavitch Rebbe famously taught. He likened the Chacham, the wise son, to our great-grandparents, most of us here living somewhere in Eastern Europe the European Jew steeped in the values and traditions of Torah and mitzvah. The Russia, he continued, was represented by his somewhat rebellious son. The next generation who fled Europe and came to these shores to be able to make it here and to be accepted here and began to lose their Judaism. And because they never sent their kids to Jewish schools or taught them so much, the next generation became the Tom, the simple son. And the subsequent generation the Rebbe taught, our generation, is She'enu Yodei Elishol. They don't even know enough to ask. But something incredible is happening. The She'enu Yodei Elishol, the young men and women who we thought either didn't know enough to ask or didn't care enough to ask, are asking some questions. The great-grandchildren of the Chacham, of the learned European Jew, they want to know why Jews, why did their grandparents, their bubbies and zadies, sacrifice so much to stay Jewish? Why did they turn around their kitchens before Passover? They've started to express an interest in their past, in their history. They want to know why it is worth it to still be Jewish in 2023. And others, Others of the great-grandchildren, they're just looking for some meaning and purpose in a very materialistic world. And they are willing to hear what Judaism has to say. 
I remember a number of years ago, there was a young woman started coming to MGE. We convinced her to come skiing with us. You know, that's a very important Jewish outreach program to go skiing. Try fundraising for that. It's not simple. And uh, I was sitting with her in Upper Vermont in the lodge, and she told me something very strange. She told me that just a year earlier, this woman in her early to mid-twenties, just about a year earlier, she discovered for the first time she was a Jew. She was from Tajikistan, was raised Catholic, for some reason always gravitated to her Jewish friends. She was always intrigued by Judaism, whatever little she knew of it. And of course she began dating a nice Jewish boy. And when she told her mother how conflicted she was, a Catholic dating a Jew, her mother fondly revealed that she was in fact a Jewess herself. And I'm sharing this story because even though this young woman had almost no exposure to Judaism, she had this inexplicable desire to learn more and to be connected. And my friends, this is not just happening in remote parts of the world like Tajikistan. It's even happening in less exotic places like New Jersey, <laughs> Westchester, Long Island, and right here in New York City. Young people asking questions wanting some more meaning and purpose in life. Can you believe? People want meaning, they want purpose. And if we can demonstrate that Judaism has that meaning and purpose, then we re can reconnect our tens of thousands of lost Jewish brothers and sisters. The She'enu Yodei Elisho, those who we thought would never ask, are asking, and we have to be here with answers. We have to be here with a big hug and welcome into our community because every Jew deserves an answer. That is one of the main themes at your Seder. And just about two weeks from now, when you open up the Haggadah and you see that everybody asks a question, and no matter how silly the question it might sound, everybody gets an answer. Torah has a message for everyone, and ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to say that we at MGE are delivering that message. Friday night dinners, which this past year drew in over 2,000 Jewish people. We are delivering the message of Shabbos. At our beginner services, every Friday night, 6.30, Saturday mornings, 9.30, starting with music this Friday night, just Kabbalah Shabbat. At the beginner service, we deliver the message of prayer, inspiring prayer, great kiddishes, opportunities to meet people. Our cocktail parties, our social events, we communicate the significance of marrying Jewish. Our weeknight classes, we transmit the message of Torah study. And on our retreats, our Shabbatonim, we're conveying the message of belonging to a community. Our trips to Israel, we communicate our love for the land and our support for the state. And tonight, at this dinner, we are delivering the message of tzedakah, of giving back. I thank you all for giving back. We raised over a million dollars tonight for MJE. We have a message at MJE. I feel like I'm gonna start preaching because after Nisim, I feel like I can do whatever I want now. But we have a message at MJE. 
And thanks to your help, we have successfully transmitted that message to tens of thousands of our Jewish brothers and sisters. But we could be doing more. All of these programs have been intact, most of them for 24 years. But there's always an extra seat. We could be bringing back more of our brothers and sisters. And if you just take a look, I don't know if you still have it, it's probably on the floor somewhere. The back of your program, I put five areas where we could be doing more. And I'm turning to you. How often do we have this opportunity? I'm turning to you and asking you to continue to help. Take a look at number one, one-on-one -on -one learning. If you have more of a background in Judaism, you were blessed to go to a Jewish day school, or you've spent time learning and studying and you have what to share, consider joining us on a Wednesday night and studying with an MGEer from seven to eight. If you can't make it, refer someone or support us. Sponsor a Chavruta for the year, for a month. Israel, refer a friend. Everyone here has got to have one Jewish friend, never been there. Or maybe they were there on their birthright trip in 2013, haven't been there since. We're going the last week in July, an opportunity to bring a Jew back to Israel. If you can't, you can support it too. Shabbat dinners, we've got one this Friday night, Rabbi Avi on the east side. We've got one almost every Friday night. Come with them, tell them about the Shabbat dinner. It's a great entree into our community. Basic Judaism classes, somebody is a little more intellectually oriented. Every Monday night I teach on the west side, every Tuesday night Rabbi Avi on the east side, every Wednesday night downtown with Rabbi Ezra. Or again, sponsor a class ski or spring retreat, last one. Refer a friend, sponsor someone to come. Next year is gonna be 25 years. 25 years. And we want to go into next year strong. And I'm asking you to be our partners. Because we have a tremendous opportunity. And it's to share the love that we have for our Judaism and for our Jewish community with the literally hundreds of thousands of our brothers and sisters who simply do not know of it. Too many of them are off the radar. And it is our job, it is our mission, and it is our privilege. Just like when you read a great book. You see an amazing movie. What do you tell your friend? You gotta see this movie. You gotta read this book. Either you don't care about your friend so much, or you didn't like the book. If we're not sharing our Judaism, then what does it say about our own relationship to Torah and to God? We have a tremendous opportunity, and by each and every one of you being here tonight, you demonstrate that you care, that you wanna make a difference, and that you want to enable others to be impacted spiritually like you have been. Tonight, we are honoring special individuals who have dedicated themselves to our vital outreach work. They have given us so much, whether they're our teachers, whether they are our supporters, they are our beloved students. Every one of them, I thank you in advance. And we're gonna begin right now to begin the awards presentation. Thank you all for being here tonight. <laughs>